Hello and welcome to Split the Screen, the only podcast anybody needs in the world because we're here. We're the best. Yes. Oh, well, that's no one ever. Fucking cringe. It's me the best. Sorry, no, we're not. We're terrible. I don't know why anybody's listening. Yeah, uh, don't bother. No, just yeah. Have you got anything better to do with your time for the next hour and a half? Or so, uh, if not, if you're really, really bored, then welcome. This is split the screen. The gaming slash other shit that we talk about podcast with oh, me, shit. Ben Ostwick, aka Biggest Benus, uh, esports legend, and the games journalist. Or his poor name, James Gurnalist. Ed Nightingale. Ed Knights. Hello. Hello, Mr. Esperts. Hey, how are you doing? How's you how have you been this week? I've been alright. It's uh same as always, you know, it's a it's a pandemic. Here we are, playing some games, chilling out, doing some work. Uh that's about it, really. Well I've heard little birdie tells me that in London and stuff you can go out and party now. That's news to me. Oh, I thought <laughs> Oh no, isn't it in like just a few days that everything opens up there? Maybe. 17th? I, I should probably I read the news, shouldn't I? Um, no. I think it's the 17th. It's next Monday. Next Monday you can go out and you can like hug oh. people and drink and lick door handles and things like that. Excellent. Who wants to be licked? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it didn't take I'm long. ready and waiting. It's been a year. <laughs> just a lick or a split as well? Lick or a split. Either one. Yeah. Split Lickety and then lick. Split. Ah, uh, How are yes. you doing, man? How's your week doing, been? My week's been fine, working, and I've actually been kind of kind of fixing my sleep schedule. Like, I've been going to sleep about 2am instead of 4am, which is nice. An improvement. Yeah. Lick the screen. <laughs> that is the uh, the new name. For, is, that, uh, is, that what for we, is that what everyone else is doing while we're talking? <laughs> <laughs> news just in, says Pony. Journalist doesn't read the news. Yeah. I only read the gaming news. I don't read anything else. <laughs> yeah, the gaming news on pinknews.co.uk. But yeah, no, I've just been uh, yeah fixing my sleep schedule and chilling, and uh, and that's about it. Nothing at all happened this week. <laughs> really? Ah. Uh, Are you sure you don't want to enlighten us all? I could enlighten you. I don't know if every, I mean, there's nobody in the chat that doesn't know what happens. And but if you're listening to this in the future or something, maybe maybe somebody that's never found us and wants to like listen to our podcast from the beginning might be like, okay, let's let's see. Um, it could happen. Esports legend, biggest business. How did it all start? Well, let me tell you. Right here, right now. <sighs> yeah. No. So on what day is it? Today is Thursday. Thursday evening. On Tuesday evening, I got a DM from Queenie from Blue and Queenie. Um, a duo streamer, the wonderful, lovely, lovely uh, Queenie. She sent me a message saying like, hey, do you want to be on Twitch Rivals um, playing Minecraft? And I sent back saying like, I mean, Minecraft PvP, I don't know what that is. Like, I don't even know what Min Minecraft PvP to me is just getting killed in uh, on my own server by people. But apparently, and I'm like, you know, normally I would just say, there's a lot of me that's just like, no. But then there's also the an even bigger part of me that goes like, if I don't say no, then I'm going to regret it. So I was like, Take okay. the opportunity. Yeah. And I'm like, Twitch rivals, I, you know, get, it's like having an opportunity on the front page of Twitch because Twitch rivals exactly. is huge. If anybody doesn't know it, it's the esports division of uh, Twitch. And esports is like normal sports, but for nerds. 
Um, so <laughs> it's much better. It's much better. Yeah. And like, so I was like, okay, yeah, you know what? Yes, yes, I will. Um, but also Queenie told me that she hadn't done PVP on Minecraft for ages as well. So it kind of calmed my nerves a little bit. <clears throat> Then, um, and apparently it was down to Ready, Set, Ben. So thanks to Ready, Set, because I think Queenie had contacted Ready, Set, Ben, and Ready, Set, Ben said, um, oh, have you tried Biggest Ben? Because I know he streams Minecraft. Um, and she was like, oh, of course, yeah. And yeah, messaged. Of course. Got me into contact with somebody that worked in the sports division. Um, and then they messaged me the details. I was like, sure, go ahead. Got invited to the Discord. Everything went through. And then, like, this was only on Tuesday night. I think... I'm pretty sure it was a few people had quit or a few or they needed desperately needed some people at the end and they were like just anybody that knows what Mike that has it installed on we their PC. We will scrape the Twitch barrel and take whoever is ready. Exactly. And then and who yeah, was that, ready? That, that, the biggest Bennis. I will happily, <laughs> you know, be a stand-in. You know, I any game they want me. And then so I yeah, I entered it. Um and then someone was like, Oh, even if you do badly, you get money. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I, I had no idea. Honestly, <laughs> had zero idea that there was anything financial. And I had a look, and I'm like, well, if we if we lose every single game, then we still leave with like two hundred dollars each. Um, I mean, that's that's still worth doing for a couple of oh, hours exactly. of your time. Yeah. So, and not only that, but yeah, you get to be on Twitch Rivals, and uh, so yeah, last night we did it. We you got picked. There's like a weird draft system. Um, so it was an arena, a little bit like, just like a typical PVP arena, 5v5. Um, the teams were picked. There was a snake draft. Have you ever heard of a snake draft? Not like a draft excluder. No. I've never oh, heard of that. It's like one person, so there's four teams and like the first and the last team captains pick first and last for each pot and all this stuff. I don't know. It was really confusing. Did you get I was just standing last? There. Is that what you're saying? I was picked last in my pot. But I wasn't in the last pot, but I don't know how they were split. But yeah, then I got, um, so yeah, so I got picked for that. And I joined a team with <laughs> with people that I didn't recognize, but apparently they were really, they're really big on uh, Twitch, like Sips, who Gary has said has like been watching on YouTube for ages. Um, somebody else messaged me and was like, oh my God, you're playing with Sips. Um, and let me go and let me make sure that I don't miss the names. Yeah, here we go. Uh, so Sips, uh, CPK. Another big streamer, Mr. Beardstone, another Twitch partner, and uh, Fulham as well. So these people pretty much carried me. We played the, so there were like three group games. And then after the group games, there were like weird kind of semifinals, but also loser semifinals. Uh, Gary, by the way, has a fond spot for Sips. I was in Sips' channel earlier. I said hello, but he didn't see me because there's like 3,000 people in it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it seemed really, really nice. He was playing a really interesting game really actually it was like two point hospital but without the kind of the wacky humor it's like a proper create your own hospital game it looks really really cool actually um but i digress so yeah there were these matches so we played the first match and we um we won it <laughs> like we yeah we won it three two because it was best of five so we won it three two i'm like oh my god and i didn't embarrass myself which was a shock to everyone watching yeah yeah honestly that's that was my goal my goal was like to quit with like going under like it's to lose obviously because i was going to lose but like go under the radar and uh, so nobody would actually notice me is that why you chose to be a healer well i wasn't going to be a healer <clears throat> because they said like 
Oh, to be a healer, you've got like a special thing that you a head that you click on it and it opens up a and it opens up some kind of panel and you can heal people on this panel. And I was like, well, that sounds really uh, <laughs> that sounds really complicated. I'm not going to do that. But then in the little group area, I was chatting. I was like, okay, so I don't play Minecraft PvP. Um, oh, by the way, can I just say when I went into the lobby area, somebody was like. What's everybody's uh, Minecraft speedrun uh, time limit? Has anybody got it below two and a half hours? <laughs> and I was like, what? I mean, I beat the Ender Dragon like two weeks ago, but it was when somebody gave me loads of gear and they all stood and watched me, <laughs> ready to jump in in case. So I was like, yeah, technically my speedrun is like three hour, uh, three months with help. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, no. They were like, oh, you probably want to go, you probably want to go healer then. I'm like, okay, whatever, I'll do it. So I went in there and like literally had to learn how to use it during the game because I'd never seen it before and I don't know if that was what or not. But anyway, yeah, I healed them. Like I healed a few of them uh, while they were pretty low and then they got healed and killed people. So I felt like I did a bit of, uh, you know, I kind of hung back, got used to it. And yeah, we won the first match 3-2. We won the second match 3-0. <laughs> And in the third match in the game, we won 3-2, I think, or 3-1. I don't know. It was... I remember being 3-1 in the first one. I'm not sure. But we won all wild. our group games. Wild. <laughs> I'll tell you what was wild. The chat was wild. Like, they couldn't oh, yeah. believe it. I couldn't believe it, but like, the chat couldn't believe it even more. <laughs> and then we were in... Because everyone believed in you, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody... Well, Dave was like... You wouldn't just accept to do a triathlon, would you? If like somebody said, "Hey, do you want to do a triathlon?" You wouldn't just do it. I'm like, it's like, why are you doing it? Uh, and then Ollie, I think, responded to when I announced I was going to do it. Responded with a gif of Mean Girls going, "Oh, honey, no." <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's how confident they all were. Um, but we won all our three group matches, including against, including one match. I think the last match was against Queenie, and I remember there was two on one or something or three on one at the end against Queenie and I was chasing her and being like oh I'm sorry Queenie <laughs> with her uh, and uh, they actually finished third overall <clears throat> but yeah we fought against some awesome people and then we went to the semi-finals so the semi-finals were if we won the semi-finals we would go to the EU finals which is like the big grand finals where <coughs> where like the best of Spain France and I think Germany play because you just needed to get through to the final two, because the top two progress. Um, and it was against somebody called Punk, who is very big. I don't know if somebody in the chat knows why Punk's so big. Is he like a professional Minecrafter? Random Pastor says Sips was an original Yogscast member. That means nothing to me, but this is great. You're clearly beating mm. good people. Well, yeah, then we got to the semifinals, <clears throat> and it was against punk's team and apparently he was calling me uh bingus bongus <laughs> which is your real name oh, so how dare you yeah you. <laughs> how dare he, yeah we're on first name term bingus bingus bongus bingus and punk. there was a big punk fan in the chat called uh crowned and they said uh if i kill punk one-on-one -on -one, then they will uh gift 10 subs and at one and point, what happened? At one point, I killed Punk. Uh, he was on fire, and I but I did have a wooden sword, and I chased him down and killed him, and it was uh, <laughs> it was pretty epic. And yeah, we beat 
we won in the semi-finals and we progressed to the final we got absolutely trounced in the final the other team was just unbelievable um but because we made it to the final and because we won those four matches in a row we are going to the european finals in esports twitch rivals fucking esports <laughs> i still don't wow. like explaining it now is probably helping it settle in like because i've are just you still yeah. on a high i'm on a confused high because i'm still not quite sure <laughs> so but, i mean there's usual then yeah it's just weird even at is like get out i've heard this story so many times <laughs> i want to go Atty, get your basket oh so he's always but he's been fine all day and then the second we start the podcast he's like right no that's it of course ah oh, so yeah that was yesterday and yeah just the support in the chat from everybody cheering apparently i think like half the mods plus the little bit like a bunch of people in the chat got timed out from uh the twitch rivals chat for spamming esports um which is very well done congrats yeah. everyone but apparently people were talking there was a debate on how unhealthy veganism is and stuff so i don't think they they really Random. you know diluted top quality chat in there anyway um well congratulations yeah. thank you when so, when are you off to the finals june the 8th june the 8th 6 p.m bst get um, in your diaries everyone yeah it's going to be that'll be where i really embarrass myself but you know what i don't care because even if we lose then oh yeah by the way yeah we, apparently they worked out that each of us had won <clears throat> each of us had, because we'd won three rounds and all this stuff we won like around about a thousand dollars each which is uh quite <laughs> for something that like one day before they said hey do you fancy joining making up some numbers I'm like yeah sure so, so it's been a good week for you then <sighs> it really really has now. It really has. Let me go and open the door and let this rat out, because that'll make my week even better when he's not here. <laughs> Second. Shocking. We love Atty. What do we think Ben is going to spend his money on? That's what I'd like to know. Yeah, like... Ben, what <coughs> are you going to spend your money on? Uh, I bought a pizza yesterday, but I'm going to... A, a pizza. So that was yeah. all the money. <laughs> well, Domino's pizza is expensive. Um, but no, the next... So the next tournament, even if we... It's the same prize money for the same one as well, for the next one, so... Even if we lose every single match in the EU finals, I think no, I think the EU finals has a slightly higher. But like, even if you lose every one, you get two hundred and fifty dollars or something. So, I can't not, believe that is not to be sniffed at. No. So does so that I mean get... that there's a world final after the EU final? I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> it's, that's not going to happen. If you got there, but there were twenty-seven thousand people watching Twitch Rivals. And apparently, seven thousand. And they showed my cam a couple of times on the final match because I was the last person alive at one point, and I was being chased by like four of them. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, twenty-seven thousand people were watching it. Twenty-seven thousand. Bongus. 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 Wow. Get punked. Oh, <laughs> get punked. Well, we bonked the punk. Yeah, beating punks. Also on. Um, yeah. On Punk's team, there was another person uh, who had come into my chat before the tournament saying like, hey, fellow competitor, and saying that she was absolutely terrified because <laughs> I don't think she'd played much as well. She just played um, PvE, but like hardcore mode, which is like, I think it's when you die, that's it. The world's gone. Wow. It's like permadeath. But she hadn't played PvP. Um, but I think she killed me, actually. <laughs> she did kill me. Vicky, yeah. Uh, She's she was lovely. Vicky with two L V I I K I. Lovely, lovely person. I'm gonna go and uh check out a stream at some point. Give Vicky a follow. Go and give her a yeah. Is, in fact, is Vicky I think Vicky might even be live now, so we might go and raid her after this. But uh Go for it. Really 
really friendly and she did kill me, but we did knock out her team and her team finished. Oh no, it wasn't. I don't know if it was Queenie's team that finished third. I think it was Vicky's team that finished Vicky third. Vicky said she finished third earlier, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, no. Queenie didn't. But uh, yeah, it was just such a surreal experience. Like yeah. at the beginning of the 100 days, yeah, last year, if you told me I was going to get Twitch partner before the end, I'd have never believed you. If you told me that I was going to progress to the EU finals of a esports, Minecraft esports tournament on literally on Twitch Rivals, I'd have been like, you're taking so the piss. So what we've learned from this is that whenever you do 100 days, good things happen. So maybe you should just stream constantly. No. But what happens next year? <laughs> but like, what, what could happen next year? Who knows? Who knows? You might oh. win next time. <laughs> yeah. No, we were so far off winning on that final uh, one. They were like, it was like they had 10 times the health. They were definitely hacking. We could have easily got a, a like a cheating. We could have easily cheated to win a, the first round, I think, as well, because they, because it was a class-based one. Like, they gave, it was really weird, because it's Minecraft, but like class-based. They give you everything at the start. Right. Um, but they hadn't been given any of the stuff, apparently. Or they hadn't been assigned a class. So, yeah, they were a bit screwed. But we, we held it. We had a truce, and it restarted. That was nice. Three Extra Live says um, you'll end up with your own mobile game next year. <gasps> what that be? The biggest Benus mobile game. Yeah, Bingus Bongus. Bingus Bongus, of course. Sorry. That is a great name for a for a mobile game. Bingus. What would what would Bingus Bongus the mobile game be? You'd have to Bing and Bong the fruit in you know matching fruit and stuff. It's gonna be one of those ones. Oh, not a not a match three free to play microtransaction yes. game. <laughs> yeah. Donna says I biggest. I'll go for that. Yeah, whatever, you know, if any any developers are in the chat and want to work with me to create an eSports game, um, matching coloured fruit and stuff, Bingus Bongus is, oh, I just, I quite like that name. Might change my I name. Think, I think you should go by Bingus Bongus from now on. <laughs> Definitely. If somebody like um, Ponk is calling me Bingus Bongus, I feel like that is going to be It has to be the new name. It's got a nice ring to it. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Bingus Bongus. All right. Well, that was my week, and Very it's nice. not over yet, so <laughs> God almighty. There's more to come. Mm, indeed. So, uh, games. We, we do yeah, we do actually talk about new games and video games that we've been playing. We do. I mean, I'll just quickly say, what video games have I been playing? Nothing. Nothing new. Apart well, from a game that I'm not allowed to tell you about, um, but I will at some point. However, we did launch a new weekly feature, didn't we? We did. We did. Oh, of course, I played that game. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, okay, Resident Evil Village, I feel like I have played about another five times this week because every single streamer is playing it and I've been dipping in and out and watching pretty much the entire game again. Ale, my partner's been playing it. He finished it last night, so I've been helping him. I've written so many articles about Resident Evil. I am Resident Evil'd out. Wait a minute, you're in Wikipedia now, aren't you? I am in Wikipedia. Um, if you look up um, Resident Evil Village, um, or was it Lady Dimitrescu? Oh God, I can't remember now. That's good. You look up one of them. Um, there is there is some information around sort of the reception of Lady Dimitrescu, and it references the article that Gemma and I did on on uh, you know what would happen if she stepped on you. And <laughs> I am now referenced on Wikipedia, which is pretty awesome. You and Gemma referenced on uh, Wikipedia. You're going to get your own page. I, can, I just know. I don't know about that. 100%, yeah. I thought you're going to get a blue tick on Twitter. 
You're going to get your own Wikipedia page. We'll see. We'll see. And you are Jason Schreier Jr. I, I said that. It's going to happen. <laughs> That's a long way off that. But thank you for thinking of that. You just need to start um, banning everybody that disagrees with you. <laughs> That's, the, uh, <laughs> That's the way to do it. I love Jason Schreier and I really enjoy everything he writes and, st- and tweets and stuff about. But yeah, anybody that disagrees gets the block, which is uh, yes. the best way to do it, to be honest, to keep yourself, Carry keep your trolls. mind healthy, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I feel a bit Resident evil out. It's just... There's, it's just constant at the moment and everyone's playing it and it's great because it's a it's a brilliant game but there is mm. i don't think i can think about it anymore i thought there was another game but anyway yeah we did release a yeah week new weekly feature it's going to start every it's going to be every monday uh the first one <laughs> came out on wednesday uh, but it's going to be every monday 9 a.m except for the one in a week on monday so there's lots of exceptions because the one on the week on monday has an embargo uh that we have to kind of uh, follow yes but yeah, if you go and uh, sorry, Ollie in the chat is that Ed Knights from Pink News and Ben from Twitch Rivals? <laughs> correct. Yeah, you are correct, Ollie. <laughs> yeah. Finalist, esports grand finalist. Um, but yeah, the um, so if you go and check out YouTube.com/slash/BiggestBenus, we've done a quick look. That's going to be it. Every week we're going to release a quick look on a Monday, and this week's is uh, Resident Evil Village, where we talk. We just go over it and we just talk about the game, spoiler-free. I mean, I think when I do these, all the quick looks will be from like the first twenty-five percent of the game. Yeah, I'm not gonna say like the first two hours early on, and we won't talk about the end, but we'll just talk about our thoughts of the game and which we did with Village, just our sort of overall thoughts having played through it. Mm. And and it's only on YouTube, YouTube exclusive. So uh, yeah, go and check it out on there. But yeah, I mean, if we do quickly talk about Resident Evil Village, I really, really loved it. Um, and people have said like the oh, it went off in the second half and they didn't like it. Now, there's it is going to be a little spoilery. So yeah, it's going to be a bit spoilery now. So for the next few minutes, if you want to, you know, fast forward a couple of minutes if you're listening on a podcast player or you want to listen. But I'm not going to say anything really, really spoilery, but just about like the pace of the game. Um, it becomes Call of Duty in like the last two <laughs> hours really or so. <laughs> like you get a proper kind of machine gun um, and go around. And you know what? I was totally ready for that. I know you love you wanted a gothic horror game from start to finish, and but I am totally down for a bit of call, for just a bit of Call of Duty where I can take down zombies with like two hits of a bullet on a yep. on a machine gun. I I would just love that part, and especially it was... when it's like a hard mode. It, it turned into a oh, different yeah, game. Like yeah, it, like it, it was definitely cathartic. Of like, you've yeah. gone through all of this, and now it's like, do you know what? Now I'm just going to kick the shit out of everyone with a machine gun. Um, Here's a laser to br- to bring in an airstrike and stuff like this. Like that is, I yeah. I enjoyed that. That was it was cathartic. It was fun. It was it's like the ending. I really enjoyed as well. I thought it, the story wrapped up very interestingly. Um, but that yeah. like one hour that you. Well, I'm not going to say anything, but there were some like revelations, some revelations that went back to Resident Evil 7. It made me kind of want to go and watch people play through that again because I don't want to play it again because it's scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really <laughs> yeah, liked it. Yeah. I mean, in, in my review, I kind of said, you know, I don't think it's, it's no coincidence that it's come out this year, which is the 25th anniversary of the series. And I feel like what they've tried to do with Village is encapsulate the entire series in one game. Um, so it's got your sort of gothic horror that's sort of a bit new 
but goes down the campy route that they've had in the past. Mm-hmm. It's got your more sort of grounded horror from from Seven that's a bit more sort of claustrophobic and intense. It's got more of your action from Four, your European setting, Puzzles of One. It's got your sort of military stuff from a lot of the spin-offs and things like that. So it's like they've tried to put everything into one game. Mm-hmm. And for me, it doesn't quite gel as like one cohesive thing. Um, but... I do appreciate what they've tried to do. I think it's probably the most ambitious for that reason of the entire series. And I like how it brings things full circle, as you alluded to just there with, with the ending and everything. It kind of it links everything together uh, and sort of makes way for the future, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so I, I appreciated that. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to the next one. Kind of like, where does it go from here? The the. It just sets it up really well. It makes you excited for the future one. Even though it does wrap up that story well, it does kind of leave a... It doesn't leave a cliffhanger, but it just leaves a, hey, here's where we're probably going to go. And, yeah, it makes me excited for that. But uh, I also... Somebody said, like, they... You know how Resident Evil 7 was pretty much suspense the entire game? Like, the entire... It's a haunted house, and you're every single corner, you're just waiting for something, except for when you go to the boat. But, like, apart from that, like, all... It's just constant terror whereas they said that this time they want it to be small strong moments that you don't forget and there's quite a lot of it quite a lot of it where you're just kind of walking around and you're you know you need to get from one place one side of the village to the other it'll take you five minutes or whatever but you know you're not really going to encounter any kind of scheduled jump scares until something does jump out at you but yeah (laughs) yeah but like when you go for example the second area it was terrifying um yep. <laughs> and there was a bit in it baby noise that is yeah something that Yummy. will i'm not gonna forget <laughs> i won't forget that moment i won't forget that thing but the bit before it and the bit after was very chilled and very kind of it was obviously horror and a bit like haunting but there weren't it wasn't just intense like that yeah i mean i like that i feel like it's I mean, before I get, you get because, into the house, not bef- not the bit before, because that was also terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as I said, it sort of was lots of different bits that sort of didn't quite feel cohesive. But individually, I think there are some really strong moments some really memorable moments. And I like how each one takes you down a different path of gothic horror or a different type of gameplay. So you've got you've got werewolves, you've got vampires, which is all very sort of one mansion-y kind of feel. You've yeah. got... Um, your sort of ghostly thing, which is essentially a puzzly uh, escape room. You've got yes. monsters from the deep. You've got a Frankenstein-y yeah, factory room, kind of yeah. thing, um, which is much more action-y. Um, so it kind of takes you down different styles of horror, different styles of gameplay. Um, mm-hmm. Individually, I think are all great. I just don't know if they necessarily belong in the same game. But that's just me. Yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. The only bit I would say, two little things. One thing on the PS5, I... F- I had some performance issues in the swampy area. No, the swampy area. The um, well, it was kind of swampy area. The water, lovely the bit. The reservoir, yes. The reservoir. I had a few kind of stutters. I don't know if you did as well, which I was quite surprised on the PS5. No, not particularly. <clears throat> and then, but also during that part, I just felt like a few of the places, like okay, they want me to go from here to here, but I don't know why they want me to do this. Like, why am I going here? Why am I going? Like, they didn't always show directional or like a reason, a purpose to go to from one place to another, but you just felt it was right to follow along this this path. 
I don't know what you mean. I mean, what do you want, a big glowing waypoint? No, but like, okay, I should really go up there and do this. But like, some of the challenges, like some of the puzzles to be solved are so kind of, you know you're meant to do this, but it's also like, how on earth would this person think of solving a puzzle in this way? It's like, I can I mean, tell that's... they want to because there's the yellow, there's the yellow line that you have to kind of jump on and there's a yellow line up there. So I probably need to get up there at some point. That's classic Resident Evil though, isn't it? Yeah. Just weirdness, weird puzzles that make zero sense, but they're fun. Yeah. And it worked. I loved it. Honestly, yeah. this is probably one of my, it's my second favorite Resident Evil game. Interesting. And it's very, very close up top. Yeah. Third is seven. It's just Pip 7 for me. Uh, my favorite is 2 Remake. But they're all very, very good games. And the third one's good as well, but I need to finish that. Yeah. I think for me, it's it's 1 at top, then 4, then 8. So it's definitely top 3 Resident Evil. Like, I think it is a brilliant game. It's just, yeah. I'm paid to be critical, so I'll be critical. Paid to be an arsehole. Yep, that's me. All right. So... <laughs> What other game? Let's go and just tell everybody. Uh, spoilers over. There we go. <laughs> there you go. So, what other games have you been? Uh, well, has been splitting your time. Not a lot this week. Um, I played a bit of Valhalla, a bit of Final Fantasy fourteen, just because they're my long-term games that I will probably never finish in my lifetime, but will chip away at them when I can. Um, and I was hoping to play some Mass Effect this week because <clears throat> the Legendary Edition is out tomorrow. And I didn't get a code until this oh. afternoon. <laughs> when well, I so you can quickly play it. Um, now, which means I've, I've basically played the first couple of hours of the first game. So that's literally all I've done. Um, and I haven't, the embargo is today, and I haven't actually seen many reviews, if any. There's not much content going around about it. And from what I've seen, I don't think codes came out until like very recently so i don't think i'm alone in only just getting one and obviously no one is going to play through three entire games in a couple of days in order to review them mm. um i think there's a patch that you download that, that it's like a day one patch so that's probably why they held it back um but also i think people who want to play it are going to play it like if you've yeah. played the original trilogy you know it's good so you know that you want to play it um and if you haven't then you've probably heard about it if you want a review Go play a review. Uh, go watch a review of the or read a review of the, you know, the mm. old ones of what they are. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, this is a remaster, and I don't know what everyone's sort of expectations of this are, but having you know playing a bit of the first game, it is a very old 360 game. It still looks and plays like a very old 360 game, um, which is good and bad. Um, you know, on the one hand, it feels a bit clunky. The combat isn't quite as good as I remember it to be. Um, it's sort of made me appreciate Andromeda a little bit more in a weird way that actually Andromeda had really good combat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this doesn't. Um, so as much as I do love the first one, it's my favourite of the three. But that's because of the the story and the characters that, for me, I think are, are the best. Um, so it feels a little bit clunky, but everything is smoothed over. Um you know, it's got some nice lighting effects here and there. It plays better. But also, it's just it's just that nostalgia hit for people who have played it before. You know, the music comes in in the menu. That, and it's just like, okay, this is exactly how I remember it. And the game plays out exactly how you remember it. The menus, the order, everything. Like, there's just... There is honestly nothing different apart from 
a few tweaks to combat, which I don't think many people will really notice. Um, the fact that the DLC is kind of integrated into it now, it's not like a separate thing. Um, and it just, it's the same game as before, basically. So Can we if drive you love Mass the Effect, Mako then you're going to love this. Can we drive the effing Mako? Mako? I say Mako, maybe it's Mako. I don't know. Um, yes, they've changed the controls. Um, I haven't got that far yet. I've literally played the first couple of hours. So I've done, you know, you still make your decision of what kind of shepherd you want to be. It's still impossible to make him attractive. Um, the the character creator is literally one of the worst in any games. Like, mm. just just go with the default. Like, it, it, he just looks awful. Or you go for a she, go for a she. Um, I went with Male Shepherd, who looks terrible. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it is literally exactly the same as what people have played previously. So don't expect anything amazing in terms of differences. The graphics are nice, but it still looks like an old game. It's not like, oh my god, this looks incredible. It's like, it's an old game with a lick of paint. So it is what when it you, is. When you load it up, do you just choose which one you're going to play? Yeah, so there is an initial menu um, that has the three games, and you just choose which one. So you can jump straight to three if you want to. Obviously, don't do that. Um, <laughs> but that. yeah, and then you select one, and then it takes you to the menu screen of one, which is exactly how you remember it before, and it's literally the game just goes from there. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to playing that. I'm going to be streaming that this weekend. <clears throat> well, tomorrow, I'm going to be starting my stream early at half past 12. Starting from one, and then uh, yeah, that's going to be tomorrow. Exciting, and we'll talk about it more next week once we've both played more. <laughs> I mean, that's my weekend and your weekend sorted. So we yeah. will have, I guess, some more thoughts, and we'll be interested to hear your thoughts, Ben, having never played it before. Yeah, it's going to be my first time. I did play like the first few hours, and that's it. I remember going to the Citadel a couple of times. I went. Is it Citadel? It's called Citadel. Yeah. Yeah, I went there. Went somewhere else, then came back, and that was it. Really. Oh, the lifts are a lot shorter now. Oh, good. Which sort of feels a bit weird in a way, because I I sort of like that they integrated the loading screens into the game in a way that is to mask it. But mm. now it's weird because they load quicker, but often there's dialogue in those scenes. So you, it's not like it's it's showing off the speed of the PS5 loading in any way. I mean, it's a PS4 mm. game anyway, but it's not like it's showing off the speed of loading because there is still dialogue. So you still wait. It's just quicker. Apparently, uh, I'm guessing you can continue your character from one to two to three. That remembers your choices. You can. Um, I, th I mean, I haven't done this yet because I haven't tried two or three. But I think when you select them from the menu, it will then say it will prompt you to say like, "Do you want to carry your your, your save over?" Um, so I'm guessing it will just do that. I'm also pretty sure that the comics um, are included as well. So I think what you can do if you wanted to jump straight into two or three, you can play through the comic. Now you're probably looking at me like, why is there a comic? The comic was introduced in Mass Effect 2 when they released it on the PS3 because Mass Effect 1 was a 360 exclusive. And then it came, Mass Effect 2 came out on the 360 and then a few months later it came out on the PS3, but 1 didn't. So for PS3 oh. owners, they created this comic that's like a sort of graphic novel kind of thing that you, you, you watch um, and you then make the same story decisions from the first game. So that that then gives you the background and the choices to then change whatever is going to happen in two. Um, so if you want to, I think you can just do those comics. 
Yeah. But obviously, why would you do that when you've got all three games? Just just play them all. <clears throat> Interesting. I am looking forward to playing it. I like a good space game, and that's what we're going to be talking about a bit later when we're Indeed. splitting opinions. But your favorite sci-fi games. Right. Um, any other games been splitting your time? You said no. Just, no, yeah. just that and a lot of Resident Evil. Well, should we move on? Oh, I played a bit of Minecraft. It's a good game, that game. Did you? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, I uh, yeah. Wasn't Let's there some hope. tournament this week or something? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, did pretty well. Did no one decent won, so no. Punk is punk finished third. <laughs> all right, should we go and split some headlines? Let's split some headlines. Um, and we're going to begin with Resident Evil Village. <gasps> I've heard about that as we were just talking about. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, so I mean, this is also slightly spoilery, so. Come back in two minutes. Uh, mm. This is your your warning. Um, basically, there is a Dutch filmmaker called uh, Richard Raphorst. Don't uh, don't ask me to pronounce that, that properly. Pro- properly, I'm very sorry. Um, and he directed a film in 2013 called Frankenstein's Army, and he has basically accused Capcom of plagiarizing his monster designs mm. um, in the game. So this is your spoiler warning for a minute. Um, the, uh, basically the monster design in question, you'll remember in the factory, um, there is the, the man with the propeller head that chases mm. you around and eventually you have to kill him. And, um, in this Frankenstein army, there is an enemy with a propeller head. Um, and this director basically took to link it, LinkedIn to say, uh, look, you know, they've plagiarized my designs. He put the pictures next to each other and you're like, Okay, they are literally identical. Yeah. <laughs> like literally identical. Um, so Capcom haven't responded yet, but uh, yeah, it's an interesting twist that you know now that that's come out. I think so much of the game has been Lady Dimitrescu, and now that people have played the rest of the game, it's like, oh, actually, they've completely ripped off this other film. So sorry, Richard. Well, money. Give him money. Stealing his ideas. Yeah. Using exactly. his ideas to make money. Give him exactly. money. I think he did say, like, you know, if they'd asked me, I would have been happy for them to take the designs, but they didn't. So he's now mm. moaning about plagiarism. Yes. Just ask. Yeah. Now I have another B film to watch, says Mr. Wibble. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if the film is any good or not. It might be terrible, but fine. Um, mm. Ubisoft news. Um, so they had their, like, an earnings call, basically, and they were talking about lots of numbers and things like that. Um, but they basically said that um, they were going to become less reliant on premium game releases and release more free-to-play experiences based on its biggest brands, um, which a lot of people are kind of thinking, great, like, are we going to end up with a load of, like, free, you know, pay-to-pay-to-pay? play or free to play whatever like ubisoft games um they're only going to be releasing sort of three to four premium games a year um and they want to sort of diversify their lineup um they've now since clarified some comments and saying that it is going to be investing in high-end free-to-play games um so they're going to be investing in free-to-play stuff um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're reducing their AAA offering. So your Far Cries, your Rainbow Sixes, your Skull and Bones, Assassin's Creed, all of that, they're still going to happen, but they want to try and diversify and look into other forms of, of gaming and content. So 
basically expect a load of free-to-play crappy microtransaction shite from Ubisoft coming forward. Going I feel forward. like Rainbow Six Siege would make a good free-to-play game. I mean, it's always free-to-play. It's like, oh, free-to-play weekend, free-to-play weekend. You can buy the game, starter edition for like £2 or £8 or whatever it is. It's It would make a good free-to-play game. But it, like that would be a good premium one. But sure. Yeah. But still make those top quality, top tier um, Assassin's Creed games. Exactly. Just every couple of years. We need a bit of a break. We need time oh, yeah. to play through Valhalla. We don't need another one this year. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, the DLC for Valhalla's out this week, which is set in Ireland, which gives you a whole new area and a whole new story. So if you've managed to complete the game somehow and somehow want even more content, it's there for you. I'm good. I'm good. I'm also good, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I'm... They, they just introduced a new area to me that I wasn't expecting. And, I, and it was so... It was just so much that I was like, you know what? No. No, I haven't played it since. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to stick with it, but it's taking its damn time. I'll go back to it once I've done uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Fair. Fair. Platinum. Uh, more PlayStation news um, from this afternoon is that they've announced two new colors for the PlayStation controllers. One is called Cosmic Red and the other is Midnight Black. Which means they you can good. now finally get a black controller, which means it looks like all the other ones, and it means it's not shitty white that shows up all of the sweat marks of your hands. Yeah. Unless it's just me that You're has horribly gamer. sweaty hands. Yeah. Sweaty palms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like white just ends up brown. At least black, you can't see it. Yeah. I'm going to be probably getting the black one because I never got a second controller. And I'm glad I held off so I can. Uh... I'm not sure how much it's going to cost, but they're going to be available next month. I think oh, they're like it's... 75 quid or something. They're quite expensive. Yeah. Same as Joy-Cons, right? Well, yeah, exactly. Mm. But yeah, they've gone, th they've gone through this like weird space theme with them both. So they're like, do... the black one is two-tone black with light grey detailing to reflect how we view space through the night sky. Wait, will, it, will, it ma will the red one match this one that I've got? Um, hang on, I can't see it because I'm not looking at the stream. Um, sorry, there's a delay. There we go. No, it's not. That's like a very bright, vivid Spider-Man red. Yeah. This this um, is a much more deep red. Um, or in their in their descriptions, there's a striking mix of red and black, um, inspired by the unique, vivid shades of red found throughout the cosmos. Whatever the fuck that means. Isn't it? It's I a weird, all... like deep red thing. But it's also red around the top, and then the bottom of it is still black. The same. So in the white one, it's white with black at the bottom. This is just red with black at the bottom. So it's not totally red. It's a bit of a weird mix. Space red, yeah. Obviously, isn't... I read that, like, all images were kind of... Like, the colour was added to them afterwards. <laughs> oh, interesting. But, um, no, I'll probably get the black one. I wonder if that will include, then, an update to the design, to the colour. Well, it, I mean, they never did with the PS4, but... Did well, they? that's what I think people are hoping for is, you know, when will we get a black console? I, yeah. I remember there were pictures going around, but I think they were just photoshopped. They weren't real. Yeah. Um, people were, are asking when can they actually get a console like, rather than... I mean, that that also. Um, but I don't know if you've noticed, the, the white panels actually just pop off because that's how you change I don't, the... I haven't been ripping mine apart. Well, I haven't either, but I've seen it. Um, and I think that's how you you change the hard drive inside is you just pop off the top and then you can you can access stuff. So in theory, all they need to sell is different colors of those mm -hmm. sections. You can just you know slot on a different color. Seventy nine ninety nine each. Oh, of course, it would be extortionate, but in theory, yeah. I'll I'll probably get one. 
So yeah, lots of new colours. Uh, and more PlayStation news. Um, there's an interview. Well, it's a it's a feature in Wired that's talking about sort of the PlayStation Five from over the last few months and sort of where it's at. Um, and one little extra nugget from it um, is uh, a quote from Herman Hulst. Now he is basically the head of PlayStation Studios, which looks after all of their first party party studios. He used to uh, well, he was the co-founder of Guerrilla who made Killzone and Horizon. Uh, He now works for PlayStation Studios. And there's a quote from him basically saying that they have over 25 first-party exclusive games on the way for PlayStation 5. So at the moment, I think all we really know about is Ratchet & Clank, Horizon, God of War, Gran Turismo. But there are actually over 25 different games that they're working on. And almost half of those games are brand new IPs. So yeah, we're going to see the return of like these big franchises, but they're also working on a lot of new things that we've never seen before. And it's a mix of different different genres, big games, small games. So basically there is a lot to come yet for PS5, just they haven't announced everything yet. You just saw what happened with Returnal, how popular that game is. And that's the thing, is that that is an example of a game that isn't a big AAA game, really. It's yeah. sort of been marketed like it in a way, but it's not a big AAA game. It's something that's a lot more experimental and different. Um, but it proves that actually it's been really, really popular and has done really well in reviews and things. So mm. there is a lot more to come. Exciting. And then one last quick one is a little rumour for Nintendo fans that apparently there is a new Donkey Kong game in the works and is being developed by the team behind Super Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Now, so the premium, premium. Yeah. So the Donkey Kong Country games that came out on the Wii U and then have been ported to the Switch... Uh, were done by Retro Studios, who are now busy working on Metroid Prime 4, um, which we love. So basically, I think Donkey Kong has been taken back in-house, and it looks like it's the Mario Odyssey team that are working on a new Donkey Kong game. We don't know any details beyond that, um, but this year is the 40th anniversary. So many anniversaries this year. Mm. It's the 40th anniversary of Donkey Kong. Um, So it's thought that actually it could come out sometime this year as part of that anniversary. So if you like Donkey Kong, keep an eye out. Mm-mm. If big if, <laughs> I don't think I've ever played a Donkey Kong game, or well, not for what? like more than a minute or two. No, what? I remember the Nintendo game. Like I played on my friends Donkey Kong, and also, and it was just like, have yeah, you not even like... played Donkey Kong Country on Switch? Like, oh the, no, the I, SNES Online. I lie. No, I lie. I did play about two hours of Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, and it was quite good. It is quite good. It's got a two-player that is very frustrating. Okay. <laughs> I'm guessing you played with uh, your partner. Yeah. We, <laughs> now, um, was it was that we frustrating? Didn't, we didn't or... it. <laughs> no, okay. I think we got about three worlds in and ran out of lives, and I was like, I'm over this. <laughs> oh, God, Dave and I played some uh, Kirby Star Allies, with, and that was great because it's just like... Yeah, you die, come back, we win. You know, it's just, Simple. it doesn't punish you. Yeah, that's the thing. Donkey Kong is actually pretty tricky. Mm. Uh, and you run out of yeah. lives very easily. But it's fun, so we'll see what happens. All right. Well, what has been splitting opinions? By the way, Naroxin says, I'm still loving Returnal. Beat the next to last boss. That's impressive. Wow. I, I on my first try, got to the third round of the of the third boss um who was an wow. absolute asshole it's He's like boss. it's floating in space and you're stuck on a platform shooting it 
and then in that third third phase of it, all the platforms disappear, and then new ones start start sort of popping up. So you've got to jump from platform to platform while shooting it. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I got my ass handed to me, and that was the end of like a I don't know three hour run. I was like, I don't have the energy to start again yet. So, so you've just one run. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds atrocious. But yeah, that is not a game I'm going to play. <laughs> I just know I'd hate it. It is fun, but like you have to uh, you have to put some time and effort into it, definitely. Apparently you have iframes while you use the hook shot. Oh. So you have to time well, it. Well, that's handy, isn't it? Mm. There we go. See, you come on here, you get tips. Yeah, you get tips. <laughs> just the tip, but we love that. That's all you need. Exactly. To get you through. Okay, um, so splitting opinions. Speaking of Returnal, return, what kind of game would you call a Returnal? Well, Returnal would be a sci-fi game. Um, so in honour of Mass Effect Legendary Edition coming out tomorrow, um, we thought we would talk about our favourite sci-fi games. <gasps> do you like sci-fi movies? I do. What's your favourite sci-fi movie? Uh, That's a good question. No idea. Is it not Alien that you watched recently? I did really like Alien. Um, E.T. Really? I like E.T. I mean, it's a classic. All right, fine. No, maybe actually, probably Star Wars, one of them. I don't know, I like all of them. Like, even Interstellar I enjoyed as well. Good film. But, like, yeah, just, I like sci-fi movies, but so many of them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm pretentious as fuck, so my favourite is Blade Runner. Never seen it. <gasps> is that the one with um, Harrison Ford? The vampire. Oh. Oh my god. You okay? We need to continue your education. If you've only just watched Alien, you need to watch Blade Runner. Like immediately. Some with uh, was it Wesley Snipes? Is it Wesley Snipes? No, that's just Blade. That's very <laughs> different. Oh, I, isn't that is that sci-fi? No, it's comic book vampire killing. Oh, God. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Blade Runner is Harrison Ford, and and it's it's all very philosophical. Did um, they re release a new one? There was one a couple of years ago with Ryan Gosling that is also very good. No, I wa started watching that and was like, this is like seven hours long, and it was really boring, so I turned it off. Oh. I mean, at the very least, you can just look at Ryan Gosling for two hours. I thought it was an anime. What? Oh, my God. Okay, so Blade Runner. I'm thinking is... of um, Ghost in the Shell. Yes, you are thinking of Ghost yeah. in the Shell. So it doesn't have um, any... Um, well, what's the name of the person that was in Ghost in the Shell? The lady that were culturally appropriated... Yeah. Scarlett Johansson? Yes, yeah, so Scarlett Johansson is not in Blade Runner. No, she is not. Blade Runner's from like 1982? No, but like the, new, the new one. No, she's not in that either. Oh. It's just Ryan Gosling. Well, okay, I mean, that's so to watch. brief bit of history then. So Blade Runner is um, um, Ridley Scott. And oh, he from made it, Alien. Yep, he made it from just Alien. after Alien. It was his next film after Alien. It is based on a... Uh, a novel by Philip K. Dick, no jokes yeah. there, um, who wrote loads of sci-fi novels, um, and it's a novel called "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep," which is not that great a novel. I saw that. I saw um, that question on it was on Pointless the other day. There you go. 
And uh, so he made a film based on that, which honestly is better than the book, which is a rare occurrence of that. Um, but it's all very philosophical about what does it mean to be human, and it's Harrison Ford chasing down androids, but is it is it ethically right to do that, basically? Um, but the the visuals behind it is basically, in terms in cinema terms, is like the birthplace of cyberpunk. So the idea of cyberpunk as a genre, with your kind of um, Asian influences, your 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 night skies raining city metropolis androids all of that it comes back to blade runner okay. so that's why you need to watch it because there are million and one games that have literally stolen from it Wikisar says we need a ben and ed spin-off movie podcast i don't watch movies yeah i haven't seen many recent ones but um okay yeah I don't. i've at least seen blade runner i only watched alien for the first time two <sighs> weeks ago okay can you please promise me that you'll watch blade runner if it's under if it's like an hour and a half i will yeah, it's not actually that long. Okay. Not the new one, because the new one's like six hours. It's not that long. <laughs> and also <laughs> it's, it's great because it links back to the first one and has similar themes but in a different way and it's it's really clever. Wait, I'm sure the second oh, one is God, long. So long. Not in a good way. What's my favourite movie? Um, Hairspray, maybe? No, I'd say... Um, I mean, Hairspray's great, but... yeah. Probably. Good morning, oh, um, into the Spider Verse. It's two. Yeah, Blade Runner's That's two hours. Cool. Sorry. Uh, and the second one was yeah, two hours forty-four. Two one hours Discord movie night. I'm here for that. I honestly, if I, if I play the second Blade Runner, I know I'm going to fall asleep. Well, look, the rest of us will just watch it and enjoy it without you. Okay, well, I'll, just me. Yeah, well, I won't have my camera on. I'll be yeah. asleep. We're definitely doing a we're definitely doing a Discord movie night for um in fact speaking of Discord movie type things, this Saturday is gonna be the Eurovision one. We're gonna be joined by Ed, uh we're gonna be joined by Moni, Brenda, Bayleaf, and the Dave. And anybody in chat as well, you can join in. Right. Absolutely. So. Yeah, please if, if if also if anyone in chat hasn't seen Blade Runner. Go watch it. If, if you're into like sci-fi films or cyberpunk or anything like that, it is an amazing film. It's also pretentious as fuck, so you'll probably hate it and then be like, Ed, what the fuck were you saying? I do fall asleep during movies unless they're really good. That's why Alien, I didn't oh, fall same. asleep. <laughs> yeah. The amount of times I fall asleep, asleep in everything. In it's an age thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I go to the theatre and it's like, oh, I'm in a dark room. I fall asleep. Well, I can't fall asleep in the cinema. Normally because I'm surrounded by people. True. Anyway, so uh, yeah. Speaking anyway, of sci-fi games, movies, yeah. Sorry well, for games, and so in kind of because Mass Effect is coming out, we've been talking about people's favorite sci-fi games. Yeah, for which I my favorite honestly is Mass Effect. <laughs> if we haven't mm. talked about it enough, um, which I won't talk about too much because I don't want to spoil it for for you. But I know that a lot of people in chat really love Mass Effect. I think in Dick Sword, a lot of people um, wanted to say Mass Effect as well. So it's it's a popular game. And I think it is just, it's one of the best just sci-fi epics. It's literally like a space opera. And in some ways, it's kind of unoriginal and a little bit cliched. Um, but I really like that it just brings in all the different sci-fi tropes and stereotypes and your different alien races and, and different 
themes and thoughts and there's probably Blade Runner in there somewhere if I thought about it. Um, it's just, it's got everything sci-fi that you could want in, in a trilogy. Um, and even as a game, it's really satisfying to play. I think one of the things it does really well is that it sort of balances this idea of having really focused cinematic storytelling, but then also being able to sort of tweak and personalize the game in a very RPG kind of way, mm. um, which the first game I think does best in terms of its RPG stuff. But I think a lot of like Western RPGs, especially when they allow you to create a character, even like Dragon Age in a way, um, you know, Bioware's other lesser game, um, you create your own, I did that on purpose. Um, you create your own character, but they're often just like a blank slate it is literally just an avatar they don't have a lot of personality or story or anything like that. And it's just for you to just pick out, oh, this is their strength and intelligence. And that's kind of it. Whereas with this, um, like Commander Shepard is very much their own person. Um, they have a story. Um, they have a personality. It's just for you to kind of tweak that. So it means that there is a very focused story that mm. you follow. Um, but you get to play it out in a way that works for you. So, you know, do you want to be good or do you want to be bad in a very Star Wars-y, like dark word side kind of way? Or do you want to be basic as fuck and be a soldier, which I would say no. Do you want to be more technical with like cool robots and gadgets and stuff, which is fun? Or do you want space magic, which is absolutely the way to play the game? Um, not that okay, I'm going to judge great. you at not all. That you're, you yeah, not that, that you'll be judging when I pick soldier. <laughs> Don't you dare pick soldier. Um, Look at that. Backseating already. I haven't even started. Like, but if you, okay, just ugh. being an okay. adept is cool. You get space magic. It's literally like force push and stuff. And it's like, it's force powers. It's amazing. Backseating already. There you go. Um, right. But yeah, it means you can play the game in any way that you want. You can make decisions um, that you want. It's like, it's like cutthroat Game of Thrones at times of like, what kind of decision are you going to make at this point? Mm -hmm. And it means that the story really changes depending on what you want. So it's this really nice mix of a really, really good story that's really strong and well written, but you get to tweak that in a way that you want within this amazing sci-fi world. And I think for me, that's the essence of why Mass Effect is so good. And there we go. Okay, well, you win then. Um, I was trying to think of a game that, like a sci-fi, like similar to the movies, there are just lots that I enjoy, but none really that stand out as just being brilliant for me. Um, I loved Star Wars The Old Republic, um, my first ever MMO that I got into, loved it. Never got to like end game because I remember it getting quite difficult at some point and um, I did enjoy it, but yeah, it did get quite difficult and it was my first ever MMO. So there were just loads of things that I had no idea about and I was probably missing. Like I don't even, apparently there were raids, no idea, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was my first ever MMO, so I was just going through it like a normal RPG. Um, As you do. And apart from that, the other one, and there is one that is brilliant. Um, and I got to a fake ending. That's the hint. I got to a fake ending and I was like, and then I'm like, okay, this is when I never used to finish games, but I got to a fake ending. So oh, then I went and Googled what the real ending was. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. Um, pray. Now, I haven't played Prey, and I would really like to, because I've heard such good things about it. And it's I think it's on Game Pass now. It is. Also, when it comes to Prey, play. Like, you can, honestly, like, it's great. It's wonderful. It's probably got the my favorite opening hour of a video game I've ever played. 
Like the, I love Strong watching. Words. I absolutely love watching people play <clears throat> Prey for the first time. Hopefully, going in completely blind with no idea what goes on. The first exactly. hour is just incredible. Um, yeah, so you should definitely. Anybody in the chat has played Prey? You know, in the first hour, like just how. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the very opening where it's like you think you're in a city, but then you're not. Oh, okay. Well, you just spoiled it for everybody uh, in the in the chat there. But that literally happens in the first minute. Mm, no. Fine. Yeah, it's the first hour. But then more happens after that, I'm sure. Which does it take no you? Clue. Then you you get there, and then you realize you're in a yeah. Then you go into a helicopter, and then a helicopter takes you to a place, and then you go there, and then something weird happens, and then you wake up. Okay. And weird then, yeah. shit happens. Okay. Yeah. I've, I, yeah. I don't know about any of that. It's also got a terrifying like. Some of the horror in Prey is worse, way worse than Resident Evil. Um, yeah, and the fact that, like, yeah, you see... So the enemies turn themselves into furniture items. So you'll look, and there'll be a bar stool, and then you'll think there's a monster in the other room, and you'll go to it, and then it's, like, you don't realize, but it's scuttled out. And you turn around, <laughs> and there's two bar stools there. And you're like, oh, my God. And it, it's morphed into one of them. And if you get close enough, it'll suddenly reach out and, like, jump at you. It's terrifying. There's also, I remember one bit where you're in a lift elevator and it goes up and then it turns off like the light goes off and then the light comes straight back on and there's a monster in the lift with you. Like and it, yeah, <laughs> it was one of the most, the scariest moments definitely of that. But, and it's just like, you've got some really, it's, is it Arcane Studios? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They do like kind of, they let you break the game a little bit. Like they give you a foam gun and the foam gun yeah, you can use to then... You can then like use the foam gun to climb places that you maybe shouldn't be going at that point, and it allows you to completely mess up. Like I went a whole sideway to try and get the escape pod to leave, and I got into the escape pod, and I'm I'm pretty sure I glitched my way to get to the escape pod because I managed to like find myself. At, there was like the smallest ledge next to some kind of pipe, and I could like kind of walk along it, um, kind of glitched if I was like like walking into the side. And then got into the escape pod and it still allowed me to to do it. And then I got my uh, one of my endings. It Yeah, it's a brilliant game. And yeah, I just, I'd love to go and play it again if I had the balls. <laughs> but I don't, I don't have the nerves to play that game again. Cause, but it was brilliant. And also they've got a, um, they released a multiplayer. Like a, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it was DLC or if it was a, a free multiplayer update. I think it might have been free. Where it's, yeah pvp but one of you i think one of them it's like hide and seek like you go and disguise yourself okay. as a piece of the furniture interesting like, or as a piece of furniture and they've got to try and find you or something and it's uh yeah it just seems a lot of fun well if if i ever stream i'll play it and then you can watch that opening again yes you must i'll just do it in discord with screen share or that at some point if i could throw out two others um another one that came to mind i know we've went i think when people think sci-fi they immediately go to space and think of those games but as i would probably still class it as sci-fi is um the first bioshock game mm, oh yeah definitely honestly is one of the best shooters i've ever played and partly for its twists and its turns and it's it's all philosophical and whatever but it's just cool the way you can like 
shoot lightning out of one hand and then shotgun and then shoot bees out of your hand. Like you get such cool powers and the combat is is amazing. But that Undercity world that's kind of art deco and like 50s future, it's such a really, really cool mix. Um, like honestly, absolutely love that game. Speaking of like um, games with amazing openings, a Bioshock Infinite was one of them as well. I actually, when it started becoming an action game, like a shooting stuff, I, w- I put it down. Well, not because like the, the opening part includes like a, an escape scene or like kind of, yeah, getting out of your captors. Like when that calmed down a bit, I was like, okay, I'm done. But like the first, yeah, the opening of uh, Bioshock Infinite was another yeah. brilliant one. And another game with a great opening that I love that is definitely spacey sci-fi is Metroid Prime. Which I'm pretty sure you've never played a Metroid game, right? Never played a Metroid game. Or played a bit of Metroid. It was like a 2D version on the Game Boy Advance. Metroid, uh, Metroid Fusion? No idea. Metroid? It might have been just called Metroid. Well, there it was, was terrible. Re- there was a remake of the first game that they called Metroid something. Maybe right. someone in chat knows. I can't remember. There was a remake of the first one. And that, I think, was on the Game Boy Advance. Oh no! No, actually, I don't think it was. Oh no, it was Metroid, uh, Metroid Two: Return of Samus. Oh, okay. I had no idea what I was doing in it. Uh, I say it was terrible, but it's Metroidvania game, isn't it? Um, well, it's the origins of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I got to a. I had no idea what I was doing in it. I just kept running around. It was when, like, back in the day when I had no idea about video games. Like, I had no idea I'm what still I was don't. doing. How dare you? Completely <laughs> right. No, Metroid Prime was the first 3D Metroid game out on the GameCube. Um, They skipped the N64 after Super Metroid on the SNES. And everyone was really worried about how are they going to make Metroid in 3D. And then they said, it's going to be a first-person shooter. And everyone was like, no, Metroid is not a shooting game. This isn't going to be Halo. This isn't what we want. But then it it became clear it's a first-person adventure. You know, it's not even using twin sticks. It's just you move around with one, you lock onto enemies... Um, while you aim, like it, it, it doesn't play like a like a first person shooter game at all, but it really leans into that first person aesthetic. The way that you have different visors, you have to scan the environment. If there's like a flash of light, it like pings up her eyes as like a reflection, or like the rain comes down the uh, visor. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't start that. I know that. I know that. <laughs> when was that? In when did they reveal that? That is, it's the very first game, but it's when you okay. finish it. And I think you have to like fully complete it to get that ending. The secret ending of like, lol, you've been playing as a woman. Yeah. Because apparently that's a twist that's worth making. Yeah, fuck you incels. That is a nice I mean, twist. it was at the time, but you know, 87, I believe that was. Um, but yeah, Metroid Prime, it just Wasn't really leads born, into then? that. Were you? 87. I was born that year, yeah. There you go. Wow. Um but no, Metro Prime is brilliant, and it really, it it just encapsulates Metroid, but in 3D. It's this idea of you're plonked onto an alien world, you're completely isolated, you've got to survive, everything's out to kill you, you've got to solve puzzles. It is literally like Zelda, but sci-fi in first person. Um, like, if people haven't played Metroid, there aren't that many Metroid games, and the more recent ones haven't been great. Nintendo haven't done a great job of keeping up with metroid but metroid prime 4 is on the way for the switch and everyone's hoping that the trilogy will come out at some point but if you haven't played the metroid games go play metroid prime 1 2 3 they are brilliant games all right uh what about what's the chat saying in dick sword 
I don't know. I haven't clicked on it. Uh, maybe go have a look. So Eddie's now clicking on the dick sword. Here we go. Let's crawl, scroll up. I saw a lot of Mass Effects in there, but yeah. fine. Um, David Addy says the Borderlands series, if that counts. Does Borderlands count? Uh, yeah, kind yeah, of. Kind it's of. like a steampunk. Uh, yeah. Neuroxita steampunk falls under anachronistic sci-fi aesthetic, like Bioshock. There you go. There you go. Um, otherwise, I think it might I didn't be like Dead Borderlands. Space. Did you? Uh, did I like what? Borderlands. Borderlands. I played a bit of Borderlands 2 and it was fine. Yeah, I played. Fine. Yeah, I played a little bit of one HD, and I was like, "This plays like a really old game." And then I played a bit of three, and was like, "Yeah, I wasn't enjoying it." So no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, otherwise, I think it might be Dead Space. Never going to play them again. But Dead Space is just such a well done game. I also have many good memories playing it at my man's PC back when he lived at his parents. His dad took a long time to accept his sexuality, so we had to pretend to just be very good friends. Me being <laughs> the scaredy cat I am would play it and fear for my life, while he had his hand secretly on my thigh, trying <laughs> oh, to calm can... me down without his parents noticing. It was so cute looking back at it. I mean, who doesn't love to be calmed down with a hand on the thigh? Who's this? This is Dover Daddy. Oh, Dover Daddy. Speaking of dead space, there's a massive <laughs> dead space. Wow. To be fair, Dead Space is... um, Have you played Dead Space? No. Okay, well, now that you've watched Alien, you need to go and play Dead Space because it is essentially like an unofficial Alien game. Like, it's it's an Alien horror game. It's the same. No, that sounds horrible. It sounds amazing. (laughs) No, I'm I'm okay. I'm great. Great. I will happily watch people play it. I like my horror game. I like one horror game every two years, and I've just finished Resident Evil 8, so I'm good for a couple of years. Right, fine. <laughs> uh, Watermelon says, "Does Portal count?" Absolutely, it counts. Portal was brilliant. Hmm. Is that one Stephen Fry? Uh, yes. Yeah. No, not uh, Stephen Merchant. Merchant, yeah. Stephen, Stephen Merchant. Fry's Little Big Planet, isn't it? Yes. There Similar. You go. Is that sci-fi? What Little Big Planet? I mean, it could be. <laughs> it could be if that's the if that's the level you want to make. No, I'm not playing Dead Space, by the way. No, <laughs> it's not happening. Maybe they release an HD, you know, 4K, 60 FPS version on uh, PS5, then I will. Right. Okay. If there's 60 faps per second, he'll play Dead Space. There you go. Look at that. One hour, 10 in. You'll, was... play, you'll play anything for 60 faps per second. I'm platinuming Ghost of Tsushima because it's got 60 FPS on PS5 mode. That's the only reason. Great. Well done. Uh, Charlie says 60 parsecs which I've never heard of Um, the beginning of the game is a bit stressful because you're trying to gather as many resources as you can before the space station explodes but after that it's very chill speaking Uh, of kind of like weird dystopian parsecs parsecs is that a time or a space it's a measurement of time Time. or is it distance I am so freaking excited for uh, 12 minutes oh yeah did you see that I did. It's the one, but that's the one where it's like top down and yeah, it's repeating top... the same. Yeah. Yeah. Distance. Distance. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> Just Tom. Clearly, like... clearly, we all studied physics here. Yeah. <laughs> parsecs. It sounds like a freaking type of insect. Uh, parsec. A parsec. Yeah, it's a complete. Oh, it's a computer. They are distance. There we go. Um, is parsec a unit of time? No. 
<laughs> is the answer on Good. here. So we we did really well there. Oh, it's about three point two six light years. And a light okay. year is a distance. So it's about um nineteen point two trillion miles. There you go. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Three Extra Life said, did Half-Life 2 get mentioned yet? It hasn't got mentioned yet. I've actually never played a Half-Life game. Oh, are, we I would be, like to... are we allowed to have a gaming podcast when neither of us have played Half-Life? Is it is Half-Life on Game Pass? I, f I feel like it's one of those, I was like, I need to play that on a PC. And now that I have a PC, I should really play it. Yeah, the, well, the original one's Black Mesa, isn't it? Like, that's the fancy yeah. version. I've got them all. I also really want to play Half-Life Alex. I know, but VR, expensive. Yeah. It does sound cool, though. Mm, I've got VR. I can plug it in. I can play it. Need All the right. game, though. Uh, John says, My favourite sci-fi games are EVE Online, Endless Space 1 and 2, Space Engineers, and Mega Man. I have not played any of those games. <laughs> EVE Online, no. There was a joke with the previous podcast I did with Jordan, and his friend was like, What's your game of the year? And, he'd, and his friend would come in and be like, EVE Online! <laughs> Even though it'd come out like seven years before. Yeah. EVE Online is a weird, it's a weird game. Like they have an in-game economy that like somebody or somebody had lost loads of money, but I couldn't tell if it was in-game money or real money because there was some kind of heist or some, yeah, it, there was something weird in EVE Online. No idea. No idea. Yeah. Not even Mega Man. No, I have, I've, I know of Mega Man. I've seen the games, but I've never played one myself. No, not that kind of thing. Unfortunately. Uh, Mr. Wibble, for a long time, Mr. Wibble says for a long time, it was elite um because on those old home computers being able to traverse the universe in vectorized glory was just epic then it was dystopian half-life and now i'm not sure so can we i was waiting for elite to come up because i knew somebody had done it and of course it was mr wibble yes. elite dangerous has a huge expansion coming out next week and it's one where you can like land on planets that you can like go into space stations in it and walk around and there's shops and it's like it, it turns Elite amazing. Dangerous. Yeah, it literally turns... Well, it doesn't literally, but it turns Elite Dangerous into kind of what people were wanting. Um, oh, what's that scam called? Um, uh, the one that people put oh, down... Oh, Star in. Something. Star Citizen, yeah, Star there Citizen. I paid... Uh, I paid for the... Uh, of course so about <laughs> three years ago, I bought, the beta, bought access to the game, which gave me access to the beta and the campaign. Um... The campaign still hasn't come out yet, and I already paid for that, Squadron 42. But yeah, the new expansion looks very, very interesting. And yeah, Psyche has... Uh, I've been watching Psyche streaming a bit. She said they had a few glitches, but that was a while ago, so hopefully it's been... They've been ironed out, and I'm really looking forward to playing some stuff. I feel like that's something some that, that I just will never elite. have the time to play, as much as it sounds great. Yeah, it's very chilled. I'll probably stream it for a little bit, see what it's about. But just be then able I'll to just watch. watch you stream it, that's easier. It's just like there are... Billion, I don't know, billions. We'll say billions. There are billions of planets. So there are so many planets in in Elite Dangerous that nobody has ever visited before. And then you can go there and there'll be like, because it's procedurally generated, there'll be a, a space station on there and you can go into it and then just walk around it. And it's just, to me, that is just wow. incredible that you can go and walk around this state, this planet that you've, you're the first person to ever go there. There's never going to be another person there. Technically, there could be, you know, if you, locate the coordinates and somebody else could go it's oh, it's i don't know i just love that idea of a game and i feel like this has now made people not i don't know this update makes me not 
really care about Star Citizen anymore. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, no Man's Sky as well has come up for similar reasons, which, yes. again, when that came out, it was sort of criticised, which put me off playing it. And I, I know that it's been added mm. to and changed a lot since then, so I feel like that's something that I should... We should go give it a go sometime. At some point. Maybe that can be uh, one of our quick looks. Oh, that, that sounds good, doesn't it? Mm. Who knows where we'll end up? Because <sighs> it's random. It is. Yeah, like with our quick looks, there are going to be some games that are that we've that are new. There are some games that haven't. Well, the one that's going to be not next week, the week after, is a game that I'm currently playing, but it's not even been released, and the quick look will go up before it's released. Oh. That's so exciting, isn't it? isn't it? Yeah, but we'll also be going. We'll also be doing some quick looks of, I know, old games as well, like Zelda. Because I think you want me to watch you play Zelda. You're probably just gonna have thirty minutes of Ed telling me how great Zelda is. Yeah, which is gonna be great for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people will be just watching you or listening to you going, mm-hmm, 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 as you're saying, this is amazing, this is great, and you can go over here and. Like the, the bow that, like, it's just novel the way that you aim the bow and you can aim and you can shoot from all the far. Is is that what I sound like? Yeah, but I don't want to talk about that. Oh, I thought that'd be a bit insulting. Thanks. Anyway, uh, <laughs> more sci fi games. Um, Cliff mentions Gears of War, which is another one I've never played. Oh, it's But shit. only because it's been Xbox exclusive. So. Oh, it's terrible. It's, oh, it's awful. No offense, Cliff, but you've got terrible tasting games. Uh, <laughs> No, Gears of War is like, yo, bro, yeah, USA, USA, kind of that kind of, yeah. you know, big, beefy, girl, we're going to fire on this thing and shoot it and blow fun. it up. No? I played it and it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow, okay. No, I mean, it, it's not. It's one of those games that you, you have to, I think you have to be straight to appreciate it. So I couldn't. Oh, well, that's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> um, we've got yeah. a good one from Gemma here who says Starcraft and I would never have pegged uh, Gemma's a Starcraft fan but here we go he said pegged <laughs> picked no, I meant. Uh, it's been oh, more than said, 20 oh you did say pegged I did say pegged okay was that not the right word no no yeah no pegged pegged is fine okay just yeah. checking just checking um, it's been more than 20 years since I first played it and it's still the jewel of my heart Starcraft was where I got my gamer girl legs I used to kick ass in LAN parties when those were a thing I can still hear the sound of the Zerg overtaking enemies and it makes me the happiest person Starcraft had everything teenage Gemma wanted it was a mixture of luck and strategy resource management war tactics science fiction wonder and I could beat every single guy I knew what I was about to say and she could for? kick the ass of all the guys <laughs> I haven't even read that oh have we got to the clicks wait. for Gemma? Are you on? Um, let me see. You're scrolling. You're scrolling and catching up. Um. Okay. Yeah. Now keep keep going, Gus. Yeah. <laughs> there was one that uh, I, just, I thought you might have skipped it, but you hadn't. Oh, is that one coming up? Yeah. Uh, we've got Star Wars Battlefront Two. Mm, uh, I played that at launch. It was wasn't that terrible? I've only at played launch? one. Yeah, at the launch it was bad. I've only played oh, no. one. I haven't played two. I, I refuse to play the second one because that's the one that came up with like. Micro, oh, they had yeah. loot boxes that had consumables yeah. in, oh, and that made the game better. And then luckily they got rid of all that, but apparently it's really good. It's also got a campaign as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it was literally pay to win, even despite being a $60 game. <laughs> I enjoy, like, honestly, the Star Wars Battlefront looks stunning. And that's another, oh, um, yeah. it's not been mentioned, but um, the latest Star Wars game, whatever it's called, um, Star Wars Squadrons? No, oh, but that was good. That was also really good. Um, 
but no, what's it called? Um, Star Wars. Oh, ra, 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 ra. Ra, Rogue Legacy. No, uh, Rogue. That's a sci-fi game, isn't it? Jedi Fallen Order. That's there the one. With all the, all <laughs> we the R's close. in it, it finishes with it. <laughs> yeah, no, Jedi Fallen Order. I loved. I really enjoyed that, even though I played it on PS4 and it was a bad version. But... I did not like it as much. Oh, well, you haven't got. You, you, you just criticise everything, Ed. Well, okay, I mentioned Metroid Prime earlier. Like, the way that Fallen Order plays out is literally like Metroid Prime, but Metroid Prime is better. I just like it. The only the only negative thing I'd have for Star Wars is, the, the, yeah, for Jedi Fallen Order, is that, like, the controls. I felt very light. I felt a bit like a fairy, just jumping around and flipping, and I could... It, the controls felt a bit cheap. Um, also, I wanted to... I'd love there to be like a big end game. Because I, that's the thing about Star Wars. I don't really care about Star Wars movies and the story. I just care about the... I love the world. So if they'd made it a lot more open, like, you know, an Assassin's Creed style kind of thing where you could just go everywhere, do all these loads of side quests and dick around and stuff, I'd have loved that. But it, it wasn't that much. Assassin's and I don't Creed think it was that type Galaxy, of game. That's what we need. God, Assassin's Creed with Star Wars. That would be amazing. It would be. Um, yeah, we've got some more Mass Effect fans in here. Uh, Mr. Millhill, love the name, um, says Star Wars Galaxies, which you mentioned, did that, right? Did that, yeah, did that just come out? On Well, not come out, but didn't they re-release that? Or was that no a different idea. Star Wars one? No idea. Um, Paisley says, the only negative thing I have to say about Star Wars is that it's Star Wars. Ooh. Wow. Hey, go watch The Mandalorian. I got my dad into The Mandalorian. My dad loved The Mandalorian and he doesn't really care for Star Wars. Yeah, The Mandalorian was good. It was good. Mm. Um, we've got um, Mbaps. Galaxies, the MMO that got delayed multiple times. Maybe that's why. I'm, maybe I'm thinking of maybe. like Rogue Squadron. Something like that. Um, Mbab says the COD Infinite War campaign, which yeah, that was the you one. said was a top tier COD campaign. It was, and it was there was so much criticism, and like nobody bought Infinite Warfare uh, because it was like oh, they were just fed up of wall running and futuristic Call of Duty. Like everybody was completely sick of it, um, and it had so much like negative press that nobody bought it. But then when it actually came out, the yeah the campaign was brilliant, and it had like choice, like you could choose which missions to go on and which ones to go for, and like it altered the chain. Like there was some. Um, like, yeah, it was like a proper, you, you had choice. It was a Call of Duty campaign where you, I can't remember if it was like morality choice or if it was like who to help or where to go next. But there was like, it was a, yeah, a Call of Duty campaign that wasn't just a linear go from A to B. Who would have thought? And it was great. And then I think, well, I've always enjoyed Call of Duty campaigns. They kind of, it's like Gears of War, but first person shooter, but actually enjoyable and really good gameplay and looks stunning. Shock horror. Um, lots more Mass Effect in the Discord. Um, we've also got Analog, a hate story, which I've never heard of. Um, it's a visual novel about some AIs on a messed up, abandoned ship. There mm. you go. What about uh, Stellaris? Says Random Pasta. Oh, yeah. Um, I've, that... I've heard of Stellaris, but I've never played it. Yeah, it looks really, conf uh, really confusing. I think it's one of those games that I would love if I really knew how to play it. But I, I imagine it's similar to um, Crusader Kings, where I would just get completely lost and just hate myself. Likely. Uh, Minsvo says Horizon Zero Dawn. 
another choice. Um, don't forget, Taunt says Sayra, Sayonara Wild Hearts. I don't know if I'd class that as a sci-fi game. No. Sorry, Taunt. Sorry. Banned. But he then changed his mind and said Grifflands. I've never heard of that. Which is a deck-building roguelike where you build a combat deck and a conversation deck. Uh, that sounds like something you'd like. Probably, yeah. Playing games with cards and all that. Yeah. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic from Mr. The yeah. Exception. Ooh, will they, will they release... There's, there's a remaster version. remake on the way. Was that guaranteed or was that just a rumour? Um, I think it was just a rumour, but pretty guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Oh, honest. I mean, Annie says Xenosaga. Does um, Xenoblade count as well? Because yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles Cross was great. Had some cool music and mech and all that. I mean, Xenosaga, I think, is a, is a JRPG series I have heard of and not played, but I will at some point. You know, I'll get around yeah. to it. I mean, that's such an Annie choice, but I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Press why I didn't say, like, Bayonetta. Does that count? Mm, no, I don't think so. Uh, and we've got a Metroid fan. Thank you, Nemofo. Mm-hmm. Can't believe no uh, one said Cyberpunk says three extra lives. <laughs> uh, and Pancake said Destiny 2. I'm not hugely huge into sci-fi, but I'm having a blast. Literally, Destiny is one of my most played games. I... Loved the first one. They improved a lot in the second one, but I've, I've just been lost lately. It feels like one of those games that you either have to play it full time or you're just a casual. And I don't like to be just a casual. Of course not. You no. couldn't be casual at anything. You're esports. Exactly. I, I'm esports or nothing, and I can't put my entire life behind Destiny 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Minecraft. Oh, yeah. There you go. And that was sci fi games in the Dick Sword. Mm -mm -mm. Well, wasn't that exciting? It was. And <laughs> who knows? Maybe I will be... My new favourite sci-fi game is going to be Mass Effect. We can but hope. Mm. Tune in tomorrow to find out. Yeah, I think my mine will actually be... Right now is Star Wars The Old Republic, the MMO. Because that was a Star Wars game where you could go and visit every planet and like walk around and they, it was huge. But then again, free to play, and then, you know, the scum started uh, coming in. And of course, like, we yeah, don't want the to, scum. Had I'll to get out it. of there quickly. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Um, I'm going to be back tomorrow, 2 p.m. Ed will be chatting with me over uh, a game. You can probably guess okay. what game it is on Monday. Uh, but yeah, on Monday, there will be the quick look. Go and follow us on YouTube. I say us, but yeah. Half the stuff up there's both of us. YouTube.com slash Biggest Benus. And um, yeah, how do we find you, Ed Nightingale? You can find me on social media at Ed underscore Knights with an N for the Knights. Or you can <laughs> read my stuff on Big News. Yes. Oh, and you were in Biggest Brother, Ed. How did that go? Let's not talk about that. All right. <laughs> uh, and uh, you can find me wherever you want to find me. Biggest Benus on YouTube, Twitch. Biggest Benis one on Twitter. I tweeted him again this last week at Biggest Benis. Can I please have your username as you're not using Twitter and haven't for 11 years, but nothing, nothing. One day. One day. But yeah, it'll happen. It will. Thank you very, very much. And we'll see you next week. Stay be there. Be there. Or be, be split. <laughs> <laughs>